What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, May 29th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, in the new Cool Greg shirt from kindoffunny.com slash store. And alongside the rogue one, Gary Witta. Good morning. I was just wondering what that shirt is, and this is this is actually Kind of Funny merch. We got two new shirts up. We got this one. I wore the other Kind of Funny one yesterday, the one that looks like it's like heavy metal or whatever. Cool. It's, it's really the cool. devil horns. And now this one is the Cool Greg, I am the night shirt. What is the reference here, I am cool the night? Cool Greg is the night. He's the night. He fades in and out of the night. You is that because he does? Be- the, is that because he does those those uh, night shift streaming sessions? No, it's more because Cool Greg gets into shenanigans that the cops don't like. But it's you know uh, it, 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 at any point, Gary. Next time you're out in San Francisco, it's yeah. late at night. Watch out for Cool Greg. Basically, I, he'll he'll come out of an alleyway and be like, "What's up, <laughs> Gary?" And then he'll go somewhere. away. No, no, no. He's on our side. He's a protector now. Okay, you know what I mean. But he's, he's, on, he's on the side of light. He's on the li- side of light. But at okay. night, that's at how he night. does it. Yeah, okay. exactly, exactly. All right, Mr. Witta, I feel like I haven't worked with you in quite a while. I was. I, we were just talking about. Before the show, you are a, r- a rare sighting around here these days. I had two solid here, weeks there and everywhere traveling. Two solid weeks on the road. You're yeah. off again next week. Yeah, exactly. E3 it's rare to have you here. I know. That's good. Thank I you enjoy, for having I me. I enjoy hosting with the other hosts. Yeah. But- Oh, well, that's the thing is, like, Gary Witta, you know, I, I, yeah, the funniest thing about bringing you in is everybody was so intimidated by you. You no, know what I mean? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they, well, because you got What's that British. Intimidated by? You got that British it's thing. It's the British. It's yeah, the British. 100%. Really? Where Americans it, are intimidated by the British? Well, it's because you just don't well, know how to show emotion. So you just have disdain for us. It seems like you hate oh, yeah, every, all of us. You, you, you know, know I heard for many years when I worked on PC Gamer, I heard, I, no one no one said this to me at the time, but I heard they about it years later. Everyone was intimidated by it. I don't know why. I think it's because I, I don't know. It's like, here's what it is. I'm not socially adept sure and i'm not good at meeting new i'm, I'm good around people that i know like right. you and i like right now are fine yeah, yeah but if you introduce me to something new someone new yeah. i might be kind of like I, it might come you across as, it's shyness yeah and it's like not knowing how to interact with someone new but it sure. comes across as being standoffish or like arrogant or I'm, I'm too good for you or whatever it's not yeah. the intention at all oh, it's, no, it's a I tragedy that. that's what i, was, I remember because I, I mean the person who pointed out of course was uh, when you started coming in weekly was the young tim gettys I oh. was like, I don't think Gary likes me. And I'm like, no, that's just how Gary no, is. No, I loved him. Oh, he knows it now. Now everybody knows. Everybody gets Gary Witta now. They understand that you keep coming back. So clearly right. you're having a good time and yeah. you enjoy it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> also, I, I got to say it. I, I said it to you earlier. I'll say it on camera. These glasses are phenomenal. You like this. I saw you Instagram about them and tweet about them, but here they are. And my, my previous pair that I had been wearing up until now, they just they just got all scratched up. Yeah. And it was like, I, I you know, it wasn't just, cleaning that did no good. Like, they actually sure. had like real scratches Oh yeah, mine are bad. I, I'm definitely due for new And it, to the point where I could actually, it, it looked like little kind of floating things in my mm, vision. Like, no. it's time, for the glasses yeah, had to sure. go. So I, I still had a prescription that was valid. I went and got a new pair. And what was happening was, I, um, it was really annoying me because I'm nearsighted but I'm no, but I'm also no good super close up either. Like there's like a there's like a sweet spot of vision that I can see good, but anything closer or farther than that, it's all a mess. So I need glasses to see. Like right now, I can't read that screen at all without n- bullshit English, bullshit English. Gotcha. Now I, gotcha, I can read I gotcha. it. Okay. Um, but when I would take my phone out, I would <laughs> yeah. have to take my I would have to do this or put my glasses yeah. up in yeah, my yeah, head yeah. because I, I can't see close up. Yeah. But I, without my, without my glasses, I can see close up with them on. They're no good because they're calibrated to look far away. Sure. Um, so I got these progressive lenses, which I'd never tried before, but a lot a lot of friends recommended them. Where now, so right now, as I'm looking straight ahead, looking at you, you look perfectly clear. Thank you. If I look down at my phone, which I'm pulling my phone out like 50 times a day, yeah. all I have to do is you just kind of look down like the light, the, low, the lower half of the lens is a different, slightly different prescription. Sure. And so when I look, when I glance down at my phone or if I'm looking at these show notes right now, perfect. That's awesome. Brilliant. I should, I should have got progressives a long time ago. I like that ago. they call them progressive. When, I mean, because I remember them being called bifocals. Well, bifocals You're just an had, old man. Bifocals just old, had everybody. one split and then it went to very focals. And now, very, progr- now you made that up. Now, very focals. And now progressive is just like a rainbow of... 
of different. Oh, so you have different things. Yeah, I yeah, got gotcha, you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Interesting. Interesting. But I really like him. Thank you for the compliment. No I problem. You look good in this shirt. For the first time, dressed better than you. Okay. Usually it's flipped the other way first around. Off, this is the kind Usually of funny, I'm in with the freebie shirt, t-shirt, kind of and you're wearing a nice button-up shirt. You do look good today. today. We got it flipped around. Yeah, exactly. This LA is rubbing off on you. You keep going down there for these riding conferences. You know, to come back you more know and more the fashionable. What the secret of my success? Uh, I love to tell me about the secret of Gary. What a success! The number one secret of my success. Establish low expectations. Sure, sure. Because once the expectation, I come in here every day wearing my sweatpants and my grungy t-shirt that's probably got like some breakfast sure. shit spilled on it. Yeah, like you go, oh yeah, that's Gary. Gary doesn't try. Gary yeah. doesn't give a fuck. So all I have to do is do something like just raise the game Bare just a minimum. tiny bit, <laughs> a, a, a button-up shirt, and something like, wow, Gary's looking fucking good today. Yeah, yeah. All I'm doing is looking barely the same as everyone else but because yeah. you expect so much less from me. It's true, everybody. It looks fucking great. That's really it's true. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Gary, life hacks. I'm glad you're here because obviously it's always a conversational show with you. And boy, do we have some things to talk yeah, good, about. Good news, though. Like the Death Stranding release date. Avengers going to be at E3, and we got a whole bunch of Pokemon stuff to wrap up. And that's just the tip of the iceberg because this is kind of funny games daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. You can give us your questions, comments, concerns, everything else under the video game sun. Then tune in on Twitch.tv/slash Kind of funny games you can watch us record the show live if you're watching live you have a special job go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash games, roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the world housekeeping for you today remember that nicknames and oreo oration entire seasons of those shows brand new episodes are up on patreon.com slash kind of funny for just one dollar that's right you can binge watch all of that months before it hits youtube uh the kind of funny games e3 showcase is monday june 10th at 4 30 p.m you can watch it on youtube.com slash kind of funny games we're gonna have more than 60 indie developers there talking about their games showing their games i guess just showing their games they is that gonna talk. be the same format as before like a nice little clip package it is yeah we're filming it we're filming the uh, live action parts today so cool, cool. a lot happening around here uh, and then thank you to our Patreon producers Blackjack Tom Bach and Mohammed Mohammed. today we're brought to you by Omaha Steaks and Skillshare but I'll tell you about that later for now let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report time for some news six items on the Roper Report a baker's dozen thank you Kevin I'm glad you're bringing your A game today uh, number one, everybody, it's official. Death Stranding has a release date. Uh, PlayStation and Hideo Kojima have released a nine-minute trailer right now. You can go out there and get it. The release date, however, is November 8th, 2019. That's right. It is coming this year, this November. Fall game from PlayStation. A fall exclusive for PlayStation 4 from PlayStation proper. Uh, the new trailer shows a whole bunch of different gameplay, including building a giant ladder, uh, putting a stake in the ground, uh, f- hitting some bad guys in the head with a briefcase, getting attacked and drug around by invisible people and then words like bridge baby bts <laughs> the president is dying and in a hospital bed in the oval office i have no fucking idea what's happening as i watch it uh crazy traversal uh, edge not city is in there norman Reedus plays sam mads plays cliff uh dead man is guillermo del toro and then troy baker friend of the show is higgs <laughs> you spelled guillermo here guillermo i just take a swing i just take a swing i mean sometimes. i get it i mean i know what that's supposed to be exactly it's shorthand you yeah, know what i, I mean? get it yeah gary you came in, you watched the trailer, what'd you think? Yeah, so it dropped it, it dropped this morning, so my first opportunity to see it was actually when I when I came in. I literally watched it like 10 minutes ago with yeah. you, you had it yeah. running on your screen. Um, it looks good. You know, In a way, it's almost kind of strange to actually see anything from this game. It almost kind of feels like this game was just forever going to be this ghostly apparition that we would never see, we'd never get to peek behind the curtain because yeah. so much of it has been 
couched in the nature of well this is Kojima and he's super secretive and no one you know not even people at Sony are allowed to go into his secret lab to see what he's, he's working on but then occasionally some celebrity will wander out of there and they go oh my god this looks amazing <laughs> uh, but we, it, it, just, it just kind of felt like we would never get to see anything yeah but now you know uh, we've opened the kimono, so to speak, uh-huh. for all for all to see. Yeah, and it looks it looks pretty good. I mean, you know, I had the same first um, uh, feeling as you. Like, I, it felt very much like a Kojima game. In that oh yeah, none of it made any damn sense. Yeah, right. And Which is you, what I expect. Yeah, it's like what the fuck. I have no idea what the fuck's going on, but I'm in. Yeah, right. I'm I'm totally in. Baby, baby in a jar. Why not? President dying in a hospital bed in the Oval Office. Sure. Lots of Bridget, kind of you're the president. Of lots shit, of, yeah. Lots. Yeah. I like that line. Yeah. Lots of moody, evocative dialogue that you know you can't. It, it's a good trailer in that. It it gets you into it. it yeah. makes, it's, it's I, I said to you at the end, right? I, yeah, sure, I'm in. I'm, I'll sign up for this. Yeah, but it doesn't give anything away. Like the story, whatever the story is, or whatever the world is, it gives you just enough to give you a flavor, but it doesn't give too much away. At no point when we were doing lead up uh, drops and coverage and like the teasers you'd see, and you know, it's Norman Reedus holding the baby and he's naked and stuff. Was I like, you know what this is about? This is about America. And about trying to reestablish America, right? And, like, that's what they talk about in the trailer. Like, you're yeah. in the Oval Office of the White House, right? They're yeah. talking about you need to take uh, the woman's mission and push west and go out there and continue. And it's just, like, they're trying to reestablish this. And normally, like, it's just impossible. Do you, you think can, do, do you think that the – it seems like it's got a little bit of a children and men vibe to it. You know, mm-hmm. fallen civilization, yeah. guy protecting a little baby. Do you think that the baby in the, in the bottle is in some way, like, the key to the future of civilization or Well, something? it's interesting because he calls in the things, like, oh, bridge babies. Like – it's, the way he says bridge babies makes it sound like the baby in the bottle is disposable in a way, right? Like, oh, it's a bridge baby. Like, how, the way I was, oh, I need gloves. Oh, I need uh, this. I, 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 but, I, I mean, I, it's still very much the maybe. Maybe there's more than one. Well, that's what it makes it sound like. And it sounds like he's, I could definitely see the story turning a corner to where, for some reason, he connects with this baby. And he's yeah. like, oh, my God, I do need to protect this yeah. baby. You know what yeah. I mean? But Mad seems to be talking to one of the babies, right? In the, in the things where he's talking into the tube and stuff. It's a weird thing, but it does what I think... I wanted it to do where it's like, okay, cool. You're giving me some kind of grounding for what the story is happening. I kind of, I don't know what's happening, but we're, we're trying to reestablish America. Norman right, doesn't right, believe in right. it. Great. But then it shows a whole bunch of gameplay, which is what I, I really yeah, like. I'm, I'm surprised they showed so much. Yeah. Well, I think that's been the big question about it. what the fuck is this game? It went, like I said, it went from zero to 60. It went from like, nobody knows what's going on. Just a couple of like really evocative, but very, very vague cinematics yeah to suddenly nine minutes of a lot of gameplay showing yeah. a lot of like, the ladders and the, and, 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 the, the, and the climbing and the ladder the and the, like it, it, to the minutiae in some of these different systems right yeah. without beating you over the head it was like cool here's you know this giant cliff how do you how would you get up there okay you'd make the giant ladder and put it over there and, yeah. I, and it didn't seem like from the glimpses we saw of it that that was beating you over the head of like like a giant yellow thing i yeah. wonder how much of it's going to be like this world is yours to explore you have this you know toolbox of uh, toy box of right. things to use right Right. Go figure out how you want to, because like I, uh, you know, I would have used the ladder to cross the giant chasm, but instead they put the stake in the ground and went down the side and rappelled down. You know, in a way, I hate to be this guy, but Here in a go. way, it's almost a little bit disappointing. And I let me, but let me qualify that. Please do. It's just because because it's Kojima, and because they kept they held so much back, and because they made it so mysterious. There was part of me that wanted this to be some really bizarre. You've never seen anything remotely like this crazy ass experimental 
you know, art piece sure. that was quadruple A, you know, all, all you know, mega budget, big stars, but was going to be something completely like, what the fuck even is this? This is so weird. But and then, the, but then the rational side of my brain was going, Gary, when you see it, it's going to be a fucking guy wandering around in a three D open world with pop up menus and a gun that shoots bullets and some cool mechanics. But like, it's just it's going to be a video game. It's, it's going to be a really game. good video game. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a video game. It's not going to reinvent the wheel. And it seems like that's what this is. It seems like it's going to be a really good video game. But the romantic part of me that wanted him to not just reinvent the wheel. But break the wheel yeah fucking yeah. break targaryen style break the wheel yeah. and completely reinvent video gaming i felt like there was a part of me that was ready to believe that that might be what this is and maybe it still will be i mean there could be amazing stuff going on here but when i saw the very first image of him running around a 3d open world in the third person i remember thinking yep it's a video game I was, I, and I kind of wanted to transcend that. And it, again, it, it very well still may. Yeah. But that trailer gave me the suggestion that it's going to be an excellent video game, but it's not going to, it's not going to revolutionize anything, I don't think. That's my guess. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Who knows? I mean, Kojima's crazy in a good way. He's so nuts. we'll see what all comes and out the to. Storytelling-wise, I mean, I, I want to I wanna know what the fuck's going on. And that's the thing for me is, I think, you know, the one thing that worked against Metal Gear for so many people, new gamers, was that the story was convoluted and there was so much going on in there. So how do you jump into that? To start fr- from scratch and be able to build a universe and be able to tell a story, it's going to be interesting to see what that looks like. Because it already does look cuckoo, but... I think if you start and you explain how we got to these BTs wandering the earth and the cables that they put down to try to say whatever. And he talks... The, B, the BTs are those like apparition type things? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I watch the trailers. I'm not... I don't want to dive into drilling into Wikipedia and the cross-examination. Yeah, you're not going to be like doing thumbnails string, with little red arrows. The string going, theory. Like, I'm not that guy. 50 I'm like, Easter eggs I want to play missed. the game and I don't mind not knowing what a BT is right now. You know what I mean? 50 Easter, Easter eggs you missed in the Death Stranding trailer because we just fucking made them up for hits. Exactly. Yeah. Billy the Door writes in to patreon.com slash games and says, this could be outdated by this afternoon, but does a November release date make sense for Death Stranding? Billy, this is not outdated. This question actually works because it's November 8th release date. PlayStation has had a ton of success keeping their exclusives outside the holiday madness. A game as strange and mysterious as Death Stranding, I think, is going to get buried in the holiday game Hullabaloo. I think it makes fine sense. I understand what you're saying, Billy. You, you know, if you've, you've paid attention, traditionally PlayStation 4 exclusives aren't in that holiday window. Without or in the beginning of the day, PlayStation 4 life cycle, that was a big thing of like, man, how are they going to be able to compete? How are they going to so be like able to sell systems? So like God of War systems? and Horizon, they, those didn't come out in the holiday window. Exactly. Okay. And so it's always been that thing of like, man, that in the beginning we thought that was a weakness in when you see the sales of PlayStation 4, we're like, oh, fuck, that's actually a strength, right? Like, PlayStation doesn't need to give you a reason to buy the PlayStation 4 in the holidays because they've already given you their exclusives in the first half of the year, and now third parties are there to give you your Assassin's Creed, Madden's, Call of Duty's, let that go. What's it going to be competing with come November? The normal like usual, the usual shit, suspects. Right? Usual suspects, yeah, you figure... Uh, Call uh, of yeah. Duty, back to the drawing board, you know, it's All like... Right. Don't be one of those guys. Well, on that, I will be. You know, I've always been quite cynical about the Call Call of Duty franchise. I do think, I mean, to me, I don't think it matters. I think Death Stranding, it's obviously PlayStation's number one release for the year. Um, I think that, you know, probably won't sell, probably won't sell as many, many as Call of Duty because, you know, it's oh, the freight no. train just keeps on rolling. And not to mention you're talking cross-platform. But the idea of it getting you know, lost, quote unquote, in the or buried, as he says here. 
in the holiday game Hullabaloo. I think Death Stranding is a game. There's a, it's Kojima. It's PlayStation exclusive. The hype train is rolling. There's enough excitement for that. You could release this game any day of the year. Yeah. And it's going to get all the attention that, that it hopefully deserves. And that's the thing is I think Death Stranding being a Kojima game, the, it, it being an exclusive Kojima game, it being a game that from the onset PlayStation has been pushing as we have Hideo Kojima. We're not going to you know do what happened with uh, Konami. I feel like that's going to sell it to the hardcore video game community and the hardcore video game community, the people like you who watch or listen to Kind of Funny Games Daily, the people like us who pay attention to this shit every day and watch the press conferences. That's not the same community as my friend Poe who picks up Assassin's Creed you know, every time and then doesn't play it for a year. Like that's a different kind of gamer. The Call of Duty, the Madden, the people who are more drawn to that stuff, even, and I'm not knocking younger video game players, but even younger video game players who are more into, they play Fortnite and they want their latest sports franchise and they want whatever, AAA, maybe Avengers, if that's a, a you know a fall release, something to that effect. Given, Blockbuster. Given, given this, the, is, this is an art house picture that's going to do incredibly well, well versus Blockbuster. It does have an art, I mean, it's got, it's got Nick Reffin in it for God's sake. He's obviously like all of Kojima's kind of artistic references and, and inspirations are literally in there. Guillermo, Ref, and you know, all these people that he that you know he's trying to emulate or is inspired by their style. Yeah. If you want to see some really crazy shit, um, Nick Reffin's first movie that has Mads Mikkelsen in it as well. I can't remember what Who it's is called. The, you, me, you mentioned Nick Reffin. Who's this? He, Nicholas Winding Reffin. He's a he's a director. Of, he's done a bunch of indie okay. films. Was he in this? Is that what he said? Yeah, he, okay. yeah. He's one of the actors in oh, it. Okay. But he's a, he's known as a director. Uh, his first movie with Mad Mickelson, I can never remember the name of it. It's on Netflix. It's as, it's weird as shit. Um, but here's my question to you. Yeah, I'm Do you, given given <laughs> given the fact that it does have a bit of a. You know, it feels like a blockbuster indie, right? Like they spent blockbuster money on AAA money uh-huh, on it, uh-huh. but it almost feels more like, um, almost like an Alex Garland kind of, kind of, kind of joint. You know, like an Annihilation or something like that. It feels like it's got. Where is it? Hold on. Go back, go down, keep going down. We're looking at Mad Mickelson's IMDb. Valhalla right Rising, there it is. Valhalla that movie, Rising. that movie, I highly recommend that to you if you want to see some really, really weird shit. <laughs> I think it's on Netflix. <laughs> he plays a one-eyed Viking warrior. Oh, no, that is Nicholson. There's almost no dialogue in the whole movie. The movie he's most well, well known for is Drive, with the, he did with Ryan sure. Gosling. Okay, that was that one I know. Yeah, movie. I know that one. I know. And then he did uh, Only oh, God Forgives. Oh, this guy's awesome. Yeah, he's he's done a bunch of weird shit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but Neil Valhalla Neil. Rising, which was his first movie, is so fucking great and cool and bizarre. It's almost got it's got almost no di- no dialogue in it. It's more like a tone poem, like okay. a, like his dreamlike experience. Okay. And again, I think that the fact that someone like Revan is this this again this is. Kojima cherry picking all these artistic influ- influences and inspirations yeah. and putting them, inviting them to be a part of this. Sure. So that's why like Troy Baker's there. So, right, why not? So the I artistic influence. So I feel like it's going to have this hardcore art house indie sci fi vibe to it. My question to you is do you think that could go against its commercial? Viability. Do you think some people will look at that nine minute trailer and go, "Oh that's my just god, too fucking yeah, weird for of course me. they will." Oh my god, you totally. Think? That's why I don't think it competes on the mainstream level. I, I you know, you don't I, think this is going to be a big like multi million selling hit. Yeah, you know, I, I think it'll sell multi. I think. I mean, there's what? Uh, god, why won't Nick let me have the chalkboard? Kevin, there's what eighty thousand something PlayStation fours in the what? Eighty. What I say, thousand? Yeah, there's more than that. Eighty million. <laughs> <laughs> like it's gonna sell millions of you copies, don't, you don't, you but don't I don't have, think it's gonna do like. You don't have to sell this to the filthy casuals for this no. to be a big hit. Exactly. The hard, the, the, all of all of the hardcore are gonna video be in. game people are gonna yeah, buy the this. gamers. You know what I mean? The video game people are gonna yeah, buy they're this. gonna be in. What's he looking at now? I hate Kevin so much. <laughs> Just going down Google he, rabbit holes. He Googled PS4 PS4s in the wild. 
uh, rather than <laughs> sales figures. For, you're wrong. I'll get it for me. Don't worry about it. Uh, well, we're PS4 pointing out installed base. So you like mentioned Call of Duty. Yeah. You mentioned Call of Duty. While that happened today, a tweet went up from Call of Duty. Uh, they're going to do the world premiere of Call of Duty tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, then this is the new modern warfare. Uh, yes. So we're going to get to see well, what... I mean, that's not confirmed, right? It's The Call of Duty account It has one of those weird, like... Uh, oh, I think little, th- when they do this thing, that is Modern Warfare, right? When they do the little sound waves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not that's, into that's Call of Duty that, enough to be able to That's always that. been their um, I mean, I think signature. I, yeah, yeah. Right. 10 o'clock. So I was reading some... Uh, I think I made some some uncharacteristically God, see, uh, caustic tweet about Morton Con- uh, call, calling it Call of Duty Modern Warfare was... was um, was it was evidence that they were officially out of ideas over at Activision? I know that you have taken the opposite view, and I did hear from some people. I got at least one response from somebody saying, "What I'm hearing, this is what they're saying, is that this is actually one of the more interesting Call of Duties in a while." Yeah. So the fact that they're just calling it Modern Warfare might not be indicative of this is not just I another. Just, re- they they think there's something interesting. Going I don't on. mind being salty and being goofy on the internet. I just thought it was a weird take from everybody. It was as so if they would have called it Modern Warfare Four, everybody would have been like, "Oh, cool, you're not creatively bankrupt." It's like what? No, like that's isn't that even more creatively bankrupt if you're just like slapping a number on something and not changing it when the, when the rumor breaks and like they talk about it being that oh they're going they're you know re, they're it's a soft reboot or some shit like that like like oh well they're actually doing something different i don't know yeah no one gave god of war any shit when they just went back to god of war sure right yeah uh so tomorrow are you gonna do a live reaction to that or something it'll be during this so we'll have to figure it out. Okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, Nanobiologist reports as of April 26, 2019, PlayStation has sold 96.8 million units Woo! for PlayStation 4. So yeah, I think you're going to be fine on selling a, million, a, a few million Death Strandings. But I just don't think it's going to be like... That's not a... I don't think... I think my friend... I always use Poe as the bellwether test, right? He's a professor. He's got a kid. He has the most limited amount of video game time. I think he looks at that and he's... And even if I'm like, it's from the Metal Gear guy, he's going to be like... Cool. I don't know what that is. I'm not. I'm not ready to take the jump on that and oh, put no, 20 hours into it. Yeah, I could be wrong. Post surprises me sometimes. So PlayStation's PlayStation's pretty close to 100 million uh, milestone. Yeah, yeah, it's right around the corner. I wonder if they'll do another special edition to. to I'm sure they will. They keep you buying these That's and right, keep, keep the numbers them. clicking up. So this one's a slightly different color. Number two on the Roper Report, ladies and gentlemen, Marvel's Avengers. Yes, that's the official name now. Much like Marvel Spider-Man, has been confirmed for the Square Enix press conference. In this tweet, tune into Square Enix Live E3 2019 for the worldwide reveal of Marvel's Avengers. The event, complete with closed captions, begins June 10th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Hashtag Square Enix E3. Hashtag Reassemble. Worth pointing out, don't worry, everybody. We planned the Kind of Funny Games E3 showcase to start at 4.30, so it ended 5.30 at the latest, so then we could roll right into our Square Enix uh, pre-show. So you're not going to miss anything. We're there to fill the gap, keep you interested with uh, games. Clearly, that's the biggest thing about it. No, it is not. Gary, Avengers. We yeah. finally know it's going to be there. What's your vibe on it? Are you excited? Are you, are you ex- I mean, I like, I, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an Avengers fan. I like the Avengers. Yeah. Um, you know... I think you know it, it comes at a time. It's interesting though. Is is this coming? Is this game being released at like the perfect time when everyone's like the most hyped up? You know, after the after end game. Lots of or, questions. About or that. is there a bit of a bit of fatigue almost setting in? Like you know, enough already with the Avengers. We, we need a little bit of a break. I don't know. I guess it will depend on, on what the game is. Yeah. Um, well, I guess, before we get that, Kevin, can you throw up the thing I just sent control there? It's the Twitter. It's the, now our first official look at what the Avengers A will look like is in this game. Is this just the A? That's literally all it is? Yeah. Well, it's, it's got a blue to it. It's uh, it, There was a lot of conversations when this starts, right, of, cool, it... 
All right, is this going to be in the Spider-Man universe? Is this going to be... There was still some people were wondering if it was going to be in the movie universe. Clearly not the movie universe. That's its own A. That's a different thing than we've seen before. The fact that the, I, I've been, from the very beginning, no, this will not be in the Spider-Man universe. No, this will not be in the Spider-Man universe. Then somebody drug up a, a Bill Roseman tweet to... The, not the opposite of it, but it was like, hey... Uh, we'd love to, if it's possible, have cool people in universe, blah, blah, blah. The fact that it's called, you know, it's Marvel Spider-Man, now it's Marvel's Avengers or whatever. Very interesting. I'm not, I still hold by the fact they're not going to put these in the same universe. But very interesting, nonetheless. I just want to put it out there that what that's is, a cool thing. What does the A look like on the Avengers building in Spider-Man? It looks close. It doesn't have it, it those. Look, it looks it, close to that. I mean, you can it, Google, it Google us. Google, open a new tab and Google uh, Spider-Man Avengers building because it'll pop up right away. Or Spider-Man PS4 Avengers building. But I, okay. the A there, I thought looked... Not drastically different, but different. It didn't have that cut in, like that triangle cut in at the bottom of it. It didn't have the triangle cut out of the top of it, I don't think. The A, obviously, with the it's arrow. Not, I mean, it's not going to be MCU. That's its own thing. Well, not MCU, but... See, that's a different A. Nailed it. Now, does... this I mean, is my, not, It's not a huge I mean, difference. Uh, like this, this could be, like, the first version. That's the Okay, guys, version. yeah. You're showing people... Yeah, it's not a huge difference. It's not a huge difference from the movie A, either. Guess what? An A with a fucking circle around it isn't that different. Everybody, Gary slap him, all right? Don't He's slap me, Gary. This tells us He's nothing. Um, I mean, what? <laughs> this tells us nothing. It doesn't. It says a fucking letter A. The notch they take out here fits in there, That's and true. then it's the same letter. It is amazing the ability <laughs> you know of the video I mean? game industry and, and, and pop culture in general, because you see this on websites all over the place. They have, they literally, like, someone will do a twenty-minute video analyzing that A. Yeah, we're practically doing it right now. Going, what, what can we learn from the fact that the A is a bit more diagonal than the one on the Spider-Man building? What does that tell us? Nothing. Thing. It tells you fucking nothing. It's true. It's but we, true. We, we're desperate to keep pumping out the content, so we end up having these kind of conversations. In terms of what kind of game it's going to be, um, hold on, you're not there yet. Oh, we're not. You Question the, you from the, a a bit longer? the five star man Asagre, who wrote in to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. Happy Widow Wednesday, Kind of Funny. With the news breaking today that Crystal Dynamics Avengers Project has an official name and will be at E3 this year. I'm curious what your best case scenario is for Marvel's Avengers. What would your dream Avengers game be? Thanks for everything you guys do. That's not like where you're going, right? Because you want to know what the game was? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not a game designer. I'm not. A, it's a, anything I come up with, I'm sure would not be as good as what the Square guys are already doing. But I, you know, I really liked the Spider-Man game. Oh yeah. So if there was a way to kind of have that kind of open world oh, game, yeah. but with all the you know uh, Avengers characters that'd be pretty great and that's where it gets weird for me I've I've talked this to death I feel like we've had a, I've had a, this on a many a different podcast over the years for me Crystal Dynamics is Tomb Raider right like hey we are this giving is Crystal you, Dynamics yeah, yeah, yeah okay we're giving you a single player superhero game or we're giving you a single player story game narrative structure right that's what they nailed so well with this Tomb Raider reboot right and so for Avengers I'm like oh my god I'd love to see that as a superhero game but then it gets weird of like an open world how does it work if who do it's you the, play it's the team of the avengers do i get to pick around and then are all of them watered down and not as good as they should be right because if it's if i'm going to be playing it and i'm going to be captain america right, or if i'm going to be thor even right and i throw the hammer and i call uh, I, I if i if i'm throwing mjolnir right and i'm calling it back it needs to feel as good as kratos's axe did Right. right. Remember how great it was when you threw Leviathan yeah, the first feel, time? A good boom, feel to like, it, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Like it needs to be that good, if not better. Yeah. And so I feel like if it was just a Thor game, great, you're gonna knock that out of the park. If it's you're playing as seven different characters, 
that's when I'm like, did I you mean, really give put the love I mean, in everyone? The nature of, of the Avengers is that it's an ensemble, right? There's no one character who transcends the others. I guess, you know, you in the MCU, kind of Tony Stark and sure. Captain Cap- America are kind of the two main yeah. ones. But for the most part, you think of it as an ensemble. So I'd be very, very surprised if this is an Avengers game where they say, oh yeah, and you play Thor in this one. Yeah. Like, it, I think it's either you're going to get a choice or it'll be your your you're controlling a a group and you're kind of zapping back and forth. See, I, my other thing would be since you're crystal, you want to tell stories and you want to have that anchored. So am I jumping between the characters? And at which point, if I'm doing that, is it no longer open world? Is there no open world to it? That doesn't work, right? If it is that cool, Thor has this, is it like uncharted where I have a linear level that I'm going through? My guess is that it's not open world given that, um, Depend, let, let's say that you can choose. Like, there's no way that they're going to lock you into just one character. Where you, I, the, only, the, the only likelihood, I think, is like you're Iron Man. If you're going to pick one... I, like, I'm Iron Man. It's like, you get to be Iron Man because you get to fly around and shit. Sure. And everybody, everybody wants to be in the Iron Man suit. Of course. That's the one thing that people liked about Anthem is it kind of felt like Iron mm-hmm. Man, right? Um, so there's a, there's a possibility it's that you're anchored to Iron Man. There's a, I think more likely, and what I would like to see is a choice because you, know, you want to play experiment with all the different powers. I want Thor's hammer. I want Hulk's strength. I want Iron Man's flight ability yeah, yeah. i want um you know ant-man can shrink down and you know, all kinds of cool stuff but obviously that would require so much um flexibility in the in the game world built around you to allow for you you to navigate it as like characters with vastly different skill sets i don't think i think to make it open world on top of that would would probably be too much of a challenge yeah i, I think agree. i think it'll I be i think it'll be a more linear uh tomb raider type experience my is is my guess cool i hope so as the best as i can guess yeah it's gonna be interesting i i yeah i don't i don't know what it's going to be i'm very very fascinated for that scoring express conference monday june 10th 6 p.m uh loki writes into kind of funny.com slash wrong and points this out the iron man vr game on playstation vr is also called marvel's iron man vr so marvel's just it just appears to be a naming convention and not a gaming universe great point i think that's actually something that's like in their contract like you have to call it the, the official title for these things is marvel's the Avengers, Marvel's yeah, yeah. Captain Marvel. I mean, it gets a bit silly, but that's just how they like to do it. Number three, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Did Tim come in while this show's been going? Oh, yeah. Did he? Uh, maybe. Can you go get him if he did? Okay. Number three. It's time for your Pokemon wrap-up. <laughs> this is via IGN and GameSpot. Last night, there was that Pokemon company press conference that wasn't a Nintendo Direct. It was just like, hey, all this stuff. Uh, there is, of course, a reaction up right now on YouTube.com slash games where you can watch along with Pokemaniac, Tim Geddes, and Pokemini. I don't know what they call him. Andy Cortez. Uh, however, here are four stories you need to know from IGN and GameSpot. I'll give credit where credit's due. First off, let's talk about Pokemon Home. This is from IGN's Jonathan Dornbush. The Pokemon company announced Pokemon Home, which is meant to bring all Pokemon together throughout players' journeys wherever they play, including integration with Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Planned for an early 2020 launch on iOS and Android devices, Pokemon Home will let players integrate Pokemon from the Nintendo 3DS's Pokemon Bank, Pokemon Go on smartphones, and Nintendo switch games like pokemon let's go and pokemon sword and shield pokemon home will also allow for trading with players globally online with friends and with trainers nearby pokemon home essentially is meant to be an evolution of the pokemon bank allowing players to gather every evolution ah, every pokemon they've caught and house 
them in a single platform that they can continue to evolve with all future Pokemon releases. The Pokemon company plans to allow Pokemon Home to work with future content as well. Tim, we're going bullet point by bullet point. Mm-hmm. First one up here, Pokemon Home. Good or bad? First one off here, y'all motherfuckers missed the best press conference of all damn He watched Gary watched it. you. With you. He watched you. Wasn't it the greatest thing you've ever seen? It was it was it was very strange. <laughs> it was so weird, man. Did you see it, Greg? You got Oh no no. You gotta watch it. The thing it is, might be some of the best kind of funny content. That, I saw time. that on subreddit. We were bewildered. Yeah. The thing, the thing that's so strange about it, and this is what I took from it anyways, is this weird collision of cultures. And it's Pokemon, right? So it's all about fun and whimsy, and it's magical and silly and childlike because it's Pokemon. It's all mm-hmm. those things. And yet they, pre- and, and at the same time, it's presented in a very formal, business-like way. You know, like they've got this guy in a suit and tie, and he's very like you know very straightforward, and you know all, all kind of all kind of the dignity of kind of like Japanese business rituals and stuff like that. But he's standing behind a giant fucking pokeball, and it's just it's just it's just it's it's it's, it's just weird. I mean, I, I, is that part was that part of the weirdness for you? Uh, um, oh yeah, that was part of the weirdness. Other weird parts included the announcement of a game called Pokemon Sleep. We're going Pokemon. We'll 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 go Pokemon. Oh, if you can't play by the rules, jokes aside, everything aside, bullet. Point by bullet point, Greg. Pokemon home. home. Well, this, this, Great. this is yeah. why this is why I'm glad to get the opportunity to talk to you now that you've had a chance to uh, sleep on it. Ah. Is He's been when I was because I, I didn't watch it live, I watched, but I settled down in the like, okay, what kind of TV media entertainment do I want tonight? Do I want Chernobyl? Do I want uh, One Punch Man? Do I want any of this like rich media content that's available to me in the Golden Age of television? No, fuck it. I'm going to watch Tim and Andy react to Pokemon reveals. So this good. is what I want. <laughs> and so I watched it. The, th- and the, the reason why I'm glad to talk to you this morning is because when I, I was trying to kind of perceive your take on it from watching you react live, yeah. but your reaction was just so like fucking gobsmacked that I couldn't tell if it was good or bad. You were just oh. like, the prevailing emotion was just like, what the fuck is going on? I, I was overwhelmed with emotion. Yeah. That, is, that is true. I, it was definitely one of those things where if there wasn't five people in the room, I would not have believed it happened. <laughs> uh, it, I you kept saying, like, is this like, a prank? Dude, it, it, it felt that way. Like some, I saw a tweet where someone was just like, I'm totally expecting the KFAF music to kick in at the end of this, and it's the most expensive <laughs> prank Nick ever pulled. Hired awesome. a bunch of Japanese actors. Yeah, like it was, it was ridiculous. And and I, I don't know what we just saw. It was like the red couch moment of the Switch reveal, but for 30 minutes. And it, it's real. These are a bunch of products coming out. But Pokemon Home, Greg, yeah. is something people have been looking forward for forward to for a very long time. Not the, the name of it, but the idea of it, of being able to more easily store, track, trade, your Pokemon. It's like a central repository of all your Pokemon. Yes. Um, okay. Across all the different mediums and forms. I, I think this is going to be very useful uh, going forward for the future of the games. Number two bullet point. Pokemon Sleep. This is from Adam Bankhurst at IGN. Pokemon Sleep is a new app slash game for smartphones that tracks a user's time sleeping and brings a gameplay experience unlike any other. <laughs> this new mobile app for iOS and Android allows uh, will allow players to wake up with Pokemon every morning and aims to turn sleeping into entertainment by having a player's time spent sleeping <laughs> and the time they wake up affect the gameplay. While not much else was revealed about Pokemon Sleep, the Pokemon Go Plus Plus was announced and will connect to Pokemon Sleep and Pokemon Go. You're 
your reaction None to Pokemon joke. Your reaction to Pokemon Go plus plus was one of my, one of my favorite things. Like I, this, Greg, this is real. This is all real. So first off, they, what a they timeline! What a timeline they, we live in. They combine my two favorite things: Pokemon and sleep. So yeah, sure, I, you're I, in. I guess I'm in. Uh, but like, what the fuck? Are, are they serious? They're gonna sell us a peripheral <laughs> that we sleep next you to? You put on your pillow. You just put it next to you on your pillow, Greg. It's this little fucking Pokemon Go plus plus, and that's the name. It's P-L-U-S, and then a plus sign. And then a plus sign. It's in Square Enix. Name this. Like, (laughs) what the hell? It's crazy. Do I need Pokemon Go plus plus to... To sleep for the well for, to get the most out of your sleep. Okay, I, I mean, you know what I it feels so. like. It almost feels like one of those kind of comedy skits where like the, a company whatever has, has achieved like global saturation. Mm-hmm. There's like there's no there's no no one else we can sell this product to. We've achieved like ultimate domination in the marketplace. But we, we but we still need like what can we do? What what more can we do? Johnson, what about what, what's your idea? And he's like, well. I guess eight hours a day, people are fucking sleep. They're not playing Pokemon then. Why? Well, okay, let's get them there. That's the How do we get them while let's they're asleep? <laughs> That's the only time Seriously. people are not dominating their lives is when they're asleep. People just chemically have to fucking sleep. Okay, well, how do we get them when they're asleep as well? This Here felt we like go. an Pokemon article. Plus Plus. It felt like an April Fool's joke. <laughs> this doesn't make sense that it's real at all, Greg. Okay. At all. Okay. <laughs> but it is. Are you excited about Pokemon Sleep? No. <laughs> I kind of am. Who can fucking be excited about this? It is a cool thing, alarm clock that gets me a Pokemon, you're great. Gonna, you're going you're gonna to sleep anyway. Yeah. Why not level up your Pokemon while you're asleep? It's free. I... I Greg, they started this thing. They started this whole conference. Every entrance had this weird techno music. And then this guy comes out and he's speaking in multiple languages. It was trilingual. And this motherfucker goes, hey, man, Detective Pikachu was a success. Um, hey, he's, he's Japanese. So is Godzilla. Godzilla's in theaters later this week. But hey, we don't have anything to do with Godzilla. Uh, I probably shouldn't have said that. And then it cuts to the other guy. And he's just like, I don't know why he brought up Godzilla. <laughs> You know what the next step's going to be? Here's my prediction. A couple of years down the road, Pokemon Sleep's a big hit, and it's the next one. What's next? Now we've got them all. They're asleep. We still need to go. Andy Andy already got it. It's Pokemon Go Eat Your Vegetables. Oh, no. I've got the the ultimate. Pokemon Plus Plus Plus. It's called Pokemon RIP. It goes in your coffin, and you can level up your Pokemon after you're fucking dead. Dude, that's it, man. That's time forever. Yeah, no, all no time. limit to the Pokemon fun you could have. I just love that 10 minutes like before they revealed Pokemon shirts, Andy made a joke about Pokemon cargo shorts. And then 10 minutes later, they're like, oh, you might have noticed that all of us tonight were I wearing knew, I knew there Pokemon was something because this guy was wearing like a flowery shirt. I was like, what's up with the print on the guy's shirt? But there's a, a range of Pokemon like nice mm-hmm. button down shirts, them, right? Yeah. I, I would wear those. They're There's cool. a new Detective Pikachu game coming. This yes. is from Adam Bankhurst as well. During the Pokemon 2019 press conference, a new entry in the Detective Pikachu video game series was announced for Nintendo Switch. This will not be a simple port or a re-release of 2016's Detective Pikachu for the Nintendo 3DS, but will be a new adventure that will bring a conclusion to the story ended on a cliffhanger in the original game. This might have to be a you're wrong thing, but from my understanding, that isn't confirmed. Uh, it just says that it's going to have a, a new conclusion. Like, there's going to be more that, that's after it. Okay. It's not clear if it's a sequel or uh, Smash You're Ultimate. You're saying Adam Bankhurst lied. He, oh, he's saying that. But, like, from what I saw, from what they announced, I didn't see them clarify it's a sequel. Um, and I feel like they would have done that if it was. Okay. But, yeah, I, this. It would end the story. Yeah, it will I mean, end the story. Just okay. be like an epilogue. 
You know. All right. Um, but anyway, you're, you're yeah, that? that was a safe prediction. That's what I thought that they were going to do. Okay. And then Eddie at GameSpot says, A brand new Pokemon game has been announced. Pokemon Masters is a new mobile game developed by DNA in partnership with Nintendo and the Pokemon Company. The game is set to launch in 2019 for Android and iOS. Pokemon Masters is a new game that allows you to battle alongside your favorite Pokemon trainers from the main series RPG. Did they Get show any of that? Son. They did. Um, and... It looks like a mobile game, which is, dis- I mean that in a disappointing way, not in a, a good way. Um, but the idea of it's really cool, and the key art that they showed, um, I really, really liked. And I liked the the choices of trainers they used. It's across the legacy of Pokemon, and um, there are a lot of the fan favorites. And this could be really cool, um, but it also kind of seems like it's going to be a Fire Emblem Heroes type situation, where on paper it's a lot more appealing to me than the actual gameplay experience is going to be. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot more gotcha bitch moments than... What were you, what were you hoping or expecting to see that you didn't get did you think did you think this was going to be something else to be clear i didn't expect anything <laughs> and somehow they wowed me alec from minnesota writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says my question relates to the reaction to last night's pokemon press conference it seemed to get a lot of negative reactions and mockery from the internet even tim and andy seemed puzzled and disappointed by this press conference bless you. bless you i believe andy said this is like when you come out of a meeting and you're like you could have emailed me <laughs> <laughs> Personally, I was confused by all the hate for this press conference. Last, let, I mean, he, let's remember, uh, this conference was announced one day prior, and all they said was they were giving updates to future Pokemon. They didn't overhype it or promise too much. All they did was quickly announce it and give us the info. And some cool announcements were neat. Detective Pikachu is coming to Switch in a cool announcement. Pokemon Home is even larger, an all-encompassing version of Pokemon Bank. Uh, Pokemon shirts are finally going to be available in the West, which a lot of Pokemon fans have wanted. And even though a lot of people made fun of it, I appreciate the Pokemon company is trying to make more health initiatives with Pokemon Sleep. I mean, I hope it's clear by our reactions that, that we had a good time with it. Like we, it was it's that, just a weird. It weird was the weirdest thing I ever saw. I, there was some some good announcements. Like I said, Pokemon Masters seems cool. Pokemon Home is is great. That is going to be great for people that really care about playing. Everything from Pokemon Go to mainline Pokemon games. That's awesome. Uh, the Pokemon shirts thing. You love shirts. I love Are shirts. Are they all over prints? Yeah, it's all over print. There you go. And You're there's happy, one right? for each of the original 150. Go. It's cool. You can get um, Rockmon? I don't really love any of them actually. Like a little. Well, some, some of them are all over. over. Some are just like a, like a a a, a set subtle. color, and then you've got like the Wait. the collars and stuff are picked you out. You can't make your own a, a print. So they kind of implied you could. Yeah. I haven't seen that functionality. It seemed like it was like design your own. Yeah, I don't know. Months ago, when I saw it, there was 150 shirts. Uh. But he, he did make it sound like yeah. you can do that. So maybe you can. I don't also, know. I I. Do think it was a bad press conference? Oh, it was a horrible like, press conference. Yeah, which is like I I know you're like oh it was hilarious. Like I was like man what a waste of time. I really would have rather gone. Home. I mean these the, the Japanese ones are always tricky because you've got to go there was there was like multiple translations going on at once right into into English and Chinese at the same time and just the just the nature of you know the Japanese business culture is such that these things are a bit more buttoned down. You don't have like Major Nelson or someone fucking bouncing around on a stage going, "Hey, you know, it's not that's not the no, you that's just not have the, a guy that's not the Japanese fucking jacket like ten times to pull out different accessories, ending in the Pokemon Go plus plus, which we had already seen in the video. Oh my god! I mean, it, is it was bad? it was multiple things to me. I gotta fucking watch this reaction. You got it. <laughs> it was good. It was a horrible press conference. Horrible. There were some good announcements in it. It could have been an email. It could have been a press release. None of these were like press conference worthy uh, announcements for it being its own press conference. I think, I think, you know what the middle ground would have been? I think if they'd done it more like a direct, just like make it snappier, that would have been fine. But there was a lot of kind of stilted moments on the stage. It was so low. The level of announcements were, were like 
like man, they, they were just kind of like, I put this out in the middle of the night, and maybe IGN will post. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I I scrubbed now through. Now the I, 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 I scrubbed through a lot of it until like something popped. Oh, they, now they're actually showing something. Yeah, but, you know, a lot of just the kind of the talky talky. I just. But I also by. disagree with the. Uh, the sir or madame who has written in here um, because Alec th- from Minnesota what's up Alec from Minnesota oh. and then Kevin thought sir or madame was funny oh. uh, so um, I, I disagree that he was saying oh they didn't hype it up they definitely hyped it up there was multiple tweets from from Pokemon from the different Pokemon accounts and they said things like four exciting announcements no 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 we didn't get exciting announcements you can't use words like exciting Pokemon sleep <laughs> Hey man, I'm excited. I think I you're think not. You are not excited. If it's, a new, if it's got a cool alarm clock and I get fucking Pikachu doing stuff, cool. I don't think Look, it it's does. An e- it's an easy thing to rag on. I it love sounds, sleeping. It sounds nutty. I, I, I I'm more. I, I, I am of the mindset that I'm more likely to kind of give this to be open minded about it because I fucking love the fact that, that Nintendo and Pokemon do this kind of crazy shit. No one else. No one else is out there doing stuff as fucking wacky as this. I love that. I, I, I want to know well, one thing they did all they showed was the device right they didn't show what the sleep app or the game looks like at all no, they no, had they a three minute hype yet. trailer showing how many kilometers people have fucking walked in Pokemon Go and the music's ratcheting up and there's all this live action cool shit going on and then it just ends with someone going, going to, to sleep, sleep. <laughs> oh it was so glorious it was so good I am so happy that it happens but my god it was it was so bizarre but my favorite thing about it is that Nintendo straight up you could tell is embarrassed by this they wanted no part of this and they're like yo we got a direct next week for Pokemon Sword and Shield don't worry they're trying to tarnish our name don't fucking worry and I say that because this was Pokemon company this was not Nintendo in fact they had no but the guy no the guy that reached into his jacket and pulled out yeah. that was a Nintendo guy I know he, he was if it ain't Doug Bowser and ain't me I don't want to hear it you know what I mean that's what it's all about Greg there was a moment when they were talking about that's your final point about, about sleep alright yeah. They were talking about Pokemon Sleep, and they had the Niantic guy, the one white guy. Yeah. He come, the one guy speaking English. He comes because they had Chinese and Japanese sure, representatives, sure. right? They have this English guy come out. He says a bunch of bullshit, and he ends it with like, <laughs> all right, um, I promise you we're done talking about sleep. And then he like t- go, goes off the stage. Then the host comes back, starts talking about a bunch of shit, and then he goes, talks about sleep for like five minutes, and then he goes, now we're done talking about sleep. <laughs> It was like a fucking fever dream, man. It, all that this gave me is the most brilliant idea for KFAF, where oh, we're going to write a I'm going to have you write a script for a press conference. Sure. We're then going to Google Translate it 10 times through different <laughs> and languages. Bring it back to and then have us read it off a teleprompter. Look, That's I'm good. Telling you, I, like that. I, I, I think that in making a joke about it, and it is a funny joke, and I've seen other people make it as well. Alana Pierce made the same joke Don't on know Twitter. Her. Um, I okay. saw a bunch of people saying this. Oh, thank you, thank you, Pokemon, for combining my two favorite things in the world, Pokemon and sleep. And then you laugh, but that's actually the fucking genius of it. Those are the everybody loves to sleep. Everyone loves Pokemon. Put them together. I'm telling you, watch this space. It's going to be a big hit. All right, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> to clarify not, on this, Tim's it seems not ready to believe you're it. wrong, Tim. Is very much uh, with you. Just like it's unclear if it's Detective Pikachu. It's going to c- conclude the story, or whatever. Uh, Nanobiologist says the Pokemon shirts are customizable. Project says to clarify by customizing them, you can make a short sleeve, long sleeve Hawaiian shirt style. You can also customize the collar, cuff, pocket, and pl- placard. Placket? Whatever. Um, all right, next news story four because we're still here. Tim, you might want to stick for this one. Because I feel oh, like you oh, had some oh. thoughts about this this morning when we talked about this. So sit on, sit your ass down and listen up. Number four on the Roper Report, EA Play 2019 has announced its live stream. 
uh, all the games you'll be able to see there. Uh, of course, EA Play not or EA not at E3 doing EA Play again. This time, not doing a traditional press conference, just doing three hours of live streams of their games. So it goes like this: nine fifteen a.m. on Saturday, June eighth. The countdown to EA Play starts. Who the fuck's up that early on a Saturday? EA, set my EA alarm fanatics. What, what time is this? Nine fifteen in the morning, Saturday. Nine thirty a.m. It's Star Wars: The Jedi, Jedi, The Fallen Order, or Star Wars: Jedi Fallen Order, hosted by Greg Miller and Andrea Renee. Online right? personalities. Greg Online personalities. And Greg and Andrea Renee. Right? Or Greg Miller and Andrea Renee. That's us right there. Uh, so stick with me. There you go. Full disclosure: We're, we're obviously working with them on this uh, EA Play thing uh, for Star Wars and this stuff. Uh, take it with a grain of salt. What we have to th- think, but I'll, we have some thoughts about all this. So, anyways, Star Wars: Jedi Fallen Order. Nine thirty. Uh, Ten a.m. It's Apex Legends with Golden Boy Alex uh, Mendez, my friend. Ten thirty. Battlefield Five. Hosted by online personality Julia Hardy and EA's Adam Freeman. Uh, 11 a.m. It's FIFA, hosted by Golden Boy. 11.30, it's Madden, hosted by NFL Network's Adam Rank. And then, 12 noon, it's Sims 4, hosted by Andrea Renee. Tim, mm-hmm. when you saw this lineup this morning, what did you think? What a, what a, just, whatever lineup. Star Wars, get hyped. Sure, of course. That is definitely one of the games I'm looking forward to You don't most think Apex get hyped? Because they no. season two. Why yeah, everybody okay. loves Apex? I get that, but this is E3. This is like, but like, is it? This is EA Play, and, and I, they're not I, doing a press conference. Okay, cool. Let's call it whatever the fuck we want to call it. It's yeah. E3. Don't do this then. If don't do this during E3, if it's not E3, mm. if if you're not bringing hype, if you're not bringing some type of something, then just do this in March. Do this in July. Do this whenever the hell. Just away from E3. Um, at the same time, like I do think that it's good that they're being transparent and upfront of here's what's happening sure. from this time to this time. Hey, we're communicating. Okay. Get, yeah. That's what I do Don't love about Skate 4. Right? Yeah, like, exactly. Th- th- you expect fucking Sims 4. Right? And in the same way of like, like uh, hey, it's not like the old press conferences. Of like, guess what, everybody? Oh, remember how they used to do this? Only in 15, in 45 minutes, we're going to have Battlefront 2. But just hang out and listen to Pele talk about FIFA, and everybody gets fucking pissed, and the comments are terrible, and yada, yeah. yada, yada. Here so, it is. Like, you don't give a shit about Madden or FIFA. Don't worry about it from 1130 or whatever. So in, in that sense, I'm like, all right, cool. You're not having a press conference, which is arguably a good thing if you don't have any hype moments or, or games to announce that um, really matter to the people. Right. Right. Because um, we always talk about how EA's press conference typically is for the investors. It's for people sure. that suits come out and talk about their financials. And sports all games are still going to be sports games, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that there's the mobile market still going to have Plants vs Zombies, whatever the hell. 100%. Right? Cool, I get that. But us, the gamers watching E3, caring about this stuff, we want to see exciting things, and I do think that Jedi Fallen Order is of course is exciting. Um, Apex. Cool. That's going to speak very loudly to that crowd. But given the format that this is uh, taking, I don't think that this is an E3 Saturday worth worthy thing. I agree. I, I, I think this is very weak. And I and I look at this and I think, yeah, why would you go to E3 with this? You get fucking laughed out of the room. Yeah. Because look, for, uh, Fallen Order, yes, as you say, absolutely. That's the one. That's literally the one new thing they've got here. Respawn, single player, Star Wars. Um, uh, 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 story-based game. Single yes, player, yeah. finally, some, finally something good, hopefully, mm-hmm. out of the Star hopefully. Wars uh, EA hope. clusterfuck. Yeah. Finally, maybe maybe we'll get one good game. Very excited about that. Everything else, though, is just a bunch of shit we've seen before. Apex Legends. Okay, yeah, we're still making that. Well done. And good I for mean, them. They, I mean, they like, held off for season two. I, that's my one thing, and I'm not even beating the drum as somebody who's going to be at EA play, play hosting a panel, right? Like, I just think that there is an Apex Legends crowd that isn't. Absolutely. Great, and it, but well, I hear your argument that this is E3. This mm-hmm. isn't state of play. 
Yeah. This well, isn't, I, hey, just give us an update. I mean, game. well, that's the thing. I, I do think on, on the Apex Legends side, I don't play Apex Legends, but from what I've heard, the chatter online is that after having a very strong launch, that they've, they've kind of mishandled a little bit and people have not been happy with the degree Vince or the fre- talked, frequency of yeah, the yeah. updates and the, like, the, the, the players are starting to. Respawn and Vince have talked about that, right? right. They so don't they, want the Fortnite thing. They don't want to work right. the team to death. Instead, they'll do it seasonals. And they did say that, or Vince did say in a thing on Games Daily, they were talking uh, that he thinks it meant season one went on too long. So uh-huh. Battle, Battlefield 5. Fucking patches and expansions. Battlefield, Battlefield 5, that one Fuck. you brought up. You were like, and I was like, oh, Battlefield. And you're like, Battlefield, it's a new Battlefield? I'm like, Battlefield 5. And you're like, fucking Battlefield 5? Like, that's, uh, okay, and, oh, sorry. My brain's jumbled right now. Sorry, Battlefield much 5, Pokemon. then we got, yeah, exactly, not enough Pokemon sleep. Uh, and then we got Sims 4, right? It's FIFA, yeah, Madden, okay, then it, Sims 4. Okay. Cool. I, I didn't understand what you want. Yeah, yeah no, 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 that's what I want. <laughs> but it's like, that proves my point. It's like, great, no... Very few people in our audience are going to be interested in watching any of those, right? Sure. No, let me feel Now, like- there's one elephant in the room that's missing. It's an invisible I, elephant. Dude, I, no, let's, let's just talk about Let's get there right now. This is what we, I literally was talking about. Remember when I was like, man, Fallout 76, what a disaster at launch. Can Bethesda do a press conference? And you were like, yeah, they can. And I'm like, I don't know, dude, blah, 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 blah. Then Anthem came out. And Anthem, you were like, Wow. What a clusterfuck this was. Oh, How that, is oh, yeah, EA Anthem. going to respond to that? They respond by Anthem isn't a part of their thing lineup here. Now, the caveat to this, because I was blown away when I saw that. Number five on the rope report is Anthem's getting an update. This is over. At, I can bring it in right now. Everybody sticks with me. Anthem number five. Uh, Anthem gets an update. This is Ethan over at Kotaku. After weeks of saying almost nothing about the multiplayer space shooter Anthem, Bioware has announced a new update, a, pr- a public test server for PC players, and that new details about its endgame Cataclysm event, originally promised for launch in May, will be arriving tomorrow during a developer live stream. Anthem's 1.2 update doesn't dramatically alter the game or add much in the way of new content outside of the additional legendary missions, but it does uh, add the option for players to fast travel during free play to any of the Strider locations on the map, something that will make travel in the mode a lot less grueling. What players have really been eager about, uh, eager to learn about, is the game's cataclysm, teased back before release as one of the game's most challenging and involved endgame activities. Closer in scale to a Destiny-style raid than Anthem's existing Stronghold missions, Bioware community manager Jesse Anderson announced on the EA forum that players will finally get the first glimpse of it during a developer livestream at 4 p.m. tomorrow. There's still no news of when the event will go live in the game, however. It was originally supposed to release before the end of May, but was indefinitely delayed at the end of April. Uh, with Anthem's developers citing the need to work on fixing more of the underlying game. Rather than give a release date, Anderson said in the forum post that Bioware will be eliciting players' help to test it first. Quote, rather than rush it out the door, we want to take the time to get feedback from you and make changes based on what we hear, Anderson wrote. In order to do that, we are releasing a public test server on PC, which will allow you to see the content as it is being developed and gives you the ability to provide feedback, end quote. Cool. Still, like... I can't believe that they're not doing something during EA play on the stage during the streams of here is Jesse. Here is Anthem. Hey, everybody. We had a rough launch. We know we had a rough launch. Here's what we've done. Here's what's next. Here's Cataclysm. The fact that they're not the fact that they're doing that on a stream tomorrow and not the play it's makes very, me think it's, it's going to be underwhelming tomorrow. It's very telling, isn't it? Very. And it's like, wow. And, I, and it's that thing of, you know how the Internet is. We all understand it. You listener viewer understand this as well. No matter what, the sky is falling, everything is fucked, everybody's horrible, blah, 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 blah. As somebody who still subscribes to the Anthem subreddit, but doesn't check it often, but I see it pulled up in my thing, the amount of people being like, 
It's X number of days. And Ethan's article on Kotaku goes in to be like that they've seen a dramatic fall off on the subreddit usage of stuff. This game's dead. They're just hiding it. Blah, 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 blah. You look at this not the fact it's been quiet for like a month on any anything from their their social media and then now it's not even part of ea play and now it's jesus man it's ridiculous what a fucking quagmire it's hard because i don't want to sit here and just shit on the the lineup for ea play because it's like yeah it is for somebody and i need to acknowledge that but having said that like personally i would have much preferred if jedi fallen order were at microsoft's conference Mm. you know get get its moment have it next to a bunch of games that are like substantial and and you know meaningful. Mm. What's interesting is it might not be disqualified from that. You're right. But it, I mean, it could easily okay, be that they okay, hey okay. we're gonna do the Jedi Fallen Order press. Here's co- a trailer, uh, the, and then the, here's the like 20 minutes of gameplay or whatever. Well, I've, yeah, at EA Play, I can see them doing what it's a 30 minute presentation, right? They show the game, and this is like, <laughs> I, I, this is how I'm hosting it. And I'm like, I, they show the game, right? <laughs> uh, they play the game. We talk about the game while they play the game. It's like an IGN demo, right? Yeah. Which is how this vibes to me is how this whole thing's going to mm-hmm. feel. That you do that, and then you have a polished trailer that you drop at Xbox conference. Yeah, that could be cool. It's just, again, it goes, it's a double-edged sword where it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because I'm sitting here, and I'm just like, why are they at E3 if this is the level of stuff they're doing? But at the same time, it's like, it is a good place to just have longer-form demos of of gameplay of these games that are that are coming out that people can watch or not. It's up to them. They're being transparent. They're putting it all out there. I am just sad that we're we're not getting a press conference and we're not getting big moments. We're not getting Skate Four. That's the thing. I mean, I, I look at this and it just it, it, it to me it's just a very telling statement about the weakness of the current state of play of like EA's lineup. Yes, Fallen Order, great. Genuinely excited about that as 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 a gamer and as a Star Wars fan. But that is. You know, a product of a, of, a, of, a, of a Disney license, which is coming to an end. There's no way that fucking license is getting renewed. Um, and then beyond that, if I'm an EA shareholder, I'm looking at this and going, yeah, the FIFA money train is going to go on forever. The NFL money train is going to go on forever. That's all good. But from a gamer point of view, what, when's the last time that FIFA is, or NFL has been anything other than like incremental updates? If you're, if you're, if you're a hard, if you're like a hardcore fan of these games, then I'm sure there'll be interest for you here. But for the rest of us, FIFA incremental update, Battlefield, you know, some expansions, some patches. Madden, you know, okay, yeah, some, some incremental updates. Sims 4, you can go to the fucking hairdressers now, I guess, or something. Like, they'll add something to it. You can ride like, your where, pets. Where's the new shit? Where, this, like, where's the exciting new stuff? This lineup, and I'm trying to think back, really to me seems like the weakest E3 lineup from one of the major players we've ever it's seen. It's terrible. It's very, very poor. Like, what does EA even have on the horizon that, like, like new IP, ex- you know, or like some like some classic IP that they bring back in? Yeah. A, dare like, I say, this road seems rash. like a stall like, year. And it's like, yeah. if you're gonna have a stall year, just don't be at E3. And by don't be at E3, I don't mean Listen, e- hey, we're not you, at E3. E3 we're at EA. No, I'm with you on that. Yeah. And that's always been the joke when I'm like, we we talk about E3 and it's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. well, EA wasn't really here. Well, yeah, you were fucking. It's like PlayStation Hollywood or whatever versus Look, being EA, at the convention. EA Center. and Activision to me right now, the two most boring companies in video games. They got nothing going on. They've got their money trained franchises. They got EA. They got FIFA. They got Battlefield. They got Call of Duty. And the, and those reliably make money every year. The shareholders are more or less happy. They don't want to innovate. They don't want to take risks. They don't want to try new shit. Like, I mean, why would I Apex be interested Legends, in any of this I would stuff? argue, was trying new shit. What and was? was Apex, Apex Legends. Okay. And I, I feel like they did 
something different well, there. Well, I was trying to, it was, it, I mean, you say that, but I mean, I it was what just like, let's get, on, let's, get, let's, get, let's get on the Battle Royale fucking yeah, train. But with the way that they released it and the way that they supported it, the fact that it was Respawn, it's like, there was a lot there that I yeah. I'll give them credit That's for. That's the other interesting thing. The only, like, you know, we're talking about standouts, at least for us or whatever, like Star Wars and Apex, both Respawn games, right? Like Respawn actually out there doing the work. There you go. Putting out stuff. You, like I mean, hey, that is very telling. Yeah. It's, it's, this is, I think, part of the, equation and conversation when people are talking about this being a weak E3 of people aren't there and this isn't happening. And then it is a, like you're talking about a year where it isn't a year of megaton announcements, a year of, Hey everybody, battlefield five has been out for a long time. Let's talk about where we're going in this next year. Right? Like think about it this way. Like I imagine at Ubisoft and this is not app. This is apples to apples at Ubisoft this year. Right? I imagine Assassin's Creed Odyssey is going to get a lot of time because, Hey everybody, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is huge. We've been supporting it with two pieces of DLC. Here's the third. Here's this giant thing. But guess what? We're what? also going to get Watch Dogs three. Hey man. Right. I, and like that's, not, that's not, the difference yeah, there. hundred um, percent. But having said all this, like Jedi Fallen Order is a game that I'm looking forward to playing at E3 more than than most other things that I am aware of. Having said that, though, yo, shout out to Square Enix. I'm sure you guys already talked oh, about Avengers, this. Yeah. But it's like, Avengers, Final Fantasy VII, we're going to get a fucking dope-ass conference there. Yeah, I wonder if this what? is... I, wonder if this I is, agree that those two announcements will be cool. Um, uh, let's see what they put in the middle. What's, the, what's the Oreo care. cream going to be in there, Dude, all right? The, the, great. JRPGs and like random like Final Fantasy spinoffs. And this, it doesn't matter. They have two megaton games there. I, you know, I, I, I do wonder if this is a... My memory's not good enough to remember this. I've been around in the games business forever, but I don't... But I do remember this is sort of the sort of thing that kind of happens cyclically, and it's tied to the hardware cycle. We're at the end of a hardware cycle. This is the last year of the current technology. Uh, the new consoles are coming next year, we presume. You, if memory serves, when you're in the last year of a console cycle, shit does start to slow down a little bit. A lot of companies are oh, keeping sure. their power to drive for the next gen. So, like, you this start is ramping like, up look at PlayStation, though. though. What's that? Look at PlayStation. It's like they're they're hitting harder than they ever have now when it comes to big titles. That yeah, they, PlayStation, that they have. PlayStation is doing great, but again, I'm just I'm, I'm, again, I just look I look at this EA lineup and it's so fucking underwhelming. Like, I mean, I'm I'm actually glad. You know what I would have done? I, this I, I would have put Jedi Fallen Order last at the top of the bill oh, so no. that people had to sit You're through. Because otherwise, here's the You're thing: awake. 10, yeah. 10 a.m. I'm fucking done. Like, why? I, I, again, if you're interested in Apex Legends or FIFA, whatever, you'll stick around. But the vast majority of gamers are going to be there for the Jedi Fallen Order thing, and then they're going to switch off and do something else. Because who sure. cares about like what one and a half extra features they've added to FIFA this year, so they can charge you another sixty bucks so you can get the updated player rosters? It's a scam. It's always been a scam. <laughs> the, I mean, <laughs> I love you so much, Gary. It's. I'm glad they're not making you. See, here's the thing. Regardless of it, I love the transparency of it. Yep. I love the idea of. Guess what? If you don't care about FIFA, you don't need don't to pay watch. attention for these 30 minutes. Because that was the problem. And this, it's such. It's. This is the continued conversation we're having around state of play and E3 and now EA play of like. In this current world where you uh, gamers expect to be able to show up and get what they want and you can talk to your audience at any time, how do you do that, right? Thank God this isn't a press conference. Thank God this isn't Pokemon tweeting out four exciting announcements and then getting the press conference we saw yesterday. Yeah. We've seen bad EA conferences when they're just like exciting announcements to come and then you watch it and yeah. you're just like, oh my God, you literally showed what was it, Command and Conquer Mobile for 15 minutes. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head, right? Of If this was a random thing they're doing in May Mar- or yeah. March or whatever, you know, you know cool. away from E3, you'd be like, oh, that's cool. Like, it's uh, EA Play bringing it around. But with the gravitas of an mm-hmm. E3 and what an E3 is, to come out if, and be like, yeah, if this Star is, Wars. Anthem aside, 
which, which you is know, fucking I, I, crazy, everybody. Anthem, Anthem is not there. Well, it, well it's, it's the, for the record, it is at EA Play. There, it gives a shout out to like, you can play, well, it'll be there or whatever. Let's, but let's, I, I yeah, know, yeah, I'm yeah. just look, throwing it out there for, let's, I don't want to, you're wrong. Let's, yeah. let's address the elephant in the room. When we say it's telling that Anthem isn't a part of this major conference, what the next, what that leads you to is, well, it, what it's telling us, theoretically, is that EA is already trying to kind of like brush Anthem yes. under the carpet. Yeah, I was do, you make, think, do you think that's really what's happening? I, I, I don't want to believe that. I I don't know. It's that I Like you think they're already like, I think it's a huge huge this is like the first time like when it, okay cool. The Anthem social feeds and community managers aren't talking, right? And they've said before well, when we have somebody to say we'll say something. Okay, you're trying to do the hello games thing. Put your head down, work on the thing, fix the problem. Everybody knows Anthem's been a, a boondoggle. Let's get it. Okay, that's a different thing. We'll get there, we'll figure it out. But then you are EA and you are Bioware and you are Anthem and you are a, a games and No Man's Sky, right? When it was it fucked up, wasn't a games as a service. Come on back every day. There's a bunch of different daily challenges in a store and all this shit. That's a different ball of wax. Of hey, everybody, we're working on this. We should be saying something if we're Anthem. So they didn't say something. You can chalk. I was chalking that up to cool. They're just they're muzzled by EA. They don't. They, there's they don't they don't understand how to be a community management. It's our first games as a service. They don't understand what's going on. Not being part of the live stream of the EA Play is a huge fucking red flag that Anthem may really, really, really be quietly being sunsetted and being walked off. And EA is not going to turn the servers off tomorrow, but is going to no, sit there and be it's, like, well, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's a huge deal because EA is not in the business of throwing good money after bad money. They're not going to do that. If it's losing money, they're not going to tolerate that. I understand that. But it's you also have to try a little bit harder, I think. It's one thing to release like a single-player game in a box, a self-contained thing. If it doesn't sell, it doesn't sell. Fine. You just don't make a sequel. You move on to the next thing. When you do a game as a service and people are playing it every day and they're expecting those updates, that moment when you kind of say, you know what, guys, it Put didn't work out. We're going to flip the switch and, and shut it all down. That comes across as like a major fucking fail and they don't want to and have that, to deal with and that. that's the thing dude is like i really thought like you'd have it at ea play have it out there and not a mia culpa not whatever but just an like i i know i always try to apply the business practices of kind of funny to giant major corporations and that does not work it doesn't compute but i really do feel like it would have been so simple to be like hey everybody i'm casey hudson thank you for coming uh, you know things didn't go well at launch we didn't know what we were doing here's what you guys have wanted and start putting the red lines through it right of like you don't have to go back to the forge you don't have to do this thing we're working on it and we're building this and we want you to come build it with us and we're asking you so you know for the next month it's free on ea Origin, it's free on ea access whatever or you know whatever the fuck like we're doing this cataclysms are launching today blah 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 like all these different things the fact that like they're talking in the in the kotaku article from ethan right of like okay you know, when you look through this, right, it was supposed to be uh, released before the end of the May, but it was indefinitely delayed at the end of April. And it's just like now they're getting ready to put it out still. Right. And it's oh, sorry. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, it's been a great conversation. Everybody who says we wouldn't have great conversations. anymore, uh, it, You know that, hey, we're still we want you. Know, it's just in order to we're releasing public test service to allow the content to be as developed. It's just like, man. It, I mean, look at look. If I watch, on, if, I, if I watch on Anthem or if I'm Casey or whoever it is, it's over there, and I look at this, and you don't have time for our ship. You got time for Sims Four that's been out for fucking years, and you're like twenty expansions in. There's there's, there's a there's a huge passive aggressive statement that's being made here, and I think you know I you actually answered my own question brilliantly. It's, that's what I do. 
Yeah, I was, I was yeah, thinking I know, it's it's tough to address anthem at a, a conference like this because again you come you bound out onto the stage it's like hey everything's great and it's all PR spin and everything's lovely in our little you know hermetically sealed PR bubble and we're going to show you about everything is great and wonderful and revolutionary. What do you say? You, there's no but there's no spin to put on anthem. It's a fucking disaster, right? And so the yeah. only way to do it is to is, to, is I think the way that you 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 would be a great PR consultant because the way that you just spun it was the way to do it. Come out there and own it. Yeah, you know what, guys, it didn't go great at launch, but we've heard you. We're fixing it. There's no spin here. We're gonna. We understand we fucked up. It wasn't ready to launch. We did everything wrong, but we are gonna we, we, give us a chance. We're gonna make it right. That's the only way to do it is to get up on the stage and eat some shit and and admit that you fucked up. But you, but you're trying really hard to fix it because any kind of spin is gonna be seen for what it is, which is total bullshit. But the fact that they're not, they're not even addressing it, I think, is very worrying. For, yeah. for those people that out there are still you know into Anthem and hoping it's going to and, and that's the thing is I don't know how many people are into it anymore as much as people are burned by it and yeah. want like actual returns on their investments and stuff and so yeah it's going to be fascinating to see what happens with Anthem see what this live stream is about tomorrow and then obviously EA Play uh, you know you brought up this thing of like bounding on stage and doing the PR spin and yeah. everything else I would hope by the fact that I'm part of this you'd understand that that's not how they what, what EA Play is supposed to be this time around right they're not doing the traditional press conference so it's interesting of course that it's not there when that's not what it's supposed to be right because right? they can't come out and bound on stage or do everything about it but right. it'll be interesting to see I don't know man I'm, I am blown away that Anthem has nothing there that they're not going to address Anthem on the air. Again, Ela, at the end of the day, EA is a company that its job is to increase shareholder value. That's it. That's all they care about. If they can do that by making fun games, they'll do that. If they can do it by 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 uh, teaching kids to gamble with microtransactions, they're going to do that as well. They don't give a fuck as long as they get their money. Um, the problem with Anthem right now is I, I, I'm guessing it's not making money because the players are bleeding off and now they've got a choice between do we do we stop the bleeding uh, and and yeah. take a major you know embarrassing you know PR hit, which or, they are. I mean, that's or, done. Or do we keep throwing good money after bad in the hope that we can turn this around? It's a very difficult decision to make. <sighs> we'll see, everybody. I can't wait to see what this live stream is like tomorrow and how the community reacts to that. Uh, number six. This is just gonna be really quick. Uh, Contra Anniversary Collection uh, includes a whole bunch of different Contra games. They announced the final ones. If you're a big Contra fan, go check it out, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to tell you about our sponsors right now before we get into that list of the games that are out today. Uh, first off, it's Omaha Steaks. This Father's Day, give dad a gift packed with Omaha Steaks that he craves. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code KFGAMES in the search bar for 74% off the Father's Day Steak Fix Gift Package, a $235 value, now for only $59.99. Order now and you'll get two tender filet mignons, two bold top sirloins, two savory pork chops, four Omaha Steak Burgers, four massive gourmet jumbo franks, four crispy chicken fried steaks, all beef meatballs, four premium chicken breasts, four caramel apple tartlets for dessert, a packet of Omaha Steak Signature Seasoning, and you'll get four extra Omaha steak burgers for free. Give this amazing package as a gift for dad to stock up for him or yourself for an incredible summer of grilling all 74% off. Omaha Steaks delivers 100% guaranteed world-class steaks, burgers, franks, and more. Order with confidence from America's original butcher. Again, you can order now and get this exclusive offer of Omaha Steaks Father's Day Steaks Fix Package valued at $235 for just $59.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and type the code KFGAMES in the search bar. Don't wait. This offer ends soon. Go to omahasteaks.com, type KFGAMES in the search bar, get the Father's Day Steak Fix Package today, just like we did. 
We have so many stakes here. Everyone knows I love them. It's absurd how many. Skillshare is the next one. Skillshare is an online learning community for creators with more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more. Premium membership gives you unlimited access so you can join the classes and the communities that are right for you. Whether you want to fuel your curiosity, creativity, or even career, Skillshare is the perfect place to keep you learning and thriving, just like Nick and Tim did. Of course, they've both gone on there to figure out how to use the Adobe products better to make cooler graphics and transitions for kind of funny. Skillshare is also super affordable. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Join more than 7 million creators learning with Skillshare. The first 500 of my subscribers to use the link in the description of this YouTube video will get a two-month free trial. That's right. Go to youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Click on today's Kind of Funny Games Daily, and the first 500 people to sign up will receive a two-month trial. Gary, we've been going really long. KFA has to happen, so there's no time for the transition. I'm going to give you... The games that are out today. First, it's Dragon, Dragon, I don't know, PC. Void Bastards on Xbox One and PC. Wizardry, Labyrinth of Lost Souls on PC. Daisy on PlayStation 4, holy shit. Uh, Terratech on Switch. Among the Sleep on Switch. Conan Unconquered on PC. A game from uh, the Kind of Funny Game Showcase originally. Uh, Vectronom on Switch. Happy Words on Switch. Deck Box Dungeon on PC. Crisis of the Middle Ages on PC and Mac. Artemis, God Queen of the Hunt on PC and Mac. Blood Will Be Spilled on PC. Power and Revolution 2019 Edition also gets a new update today on Steam. New dates for you. Dead by Daylight will launch on the Nintendo Switch and in stores on the eShop and all that jazz. September 24th, 2019. Uh, Omen Sight, the Definitive Edition, comes to Xbox One June 7th. Never win under Mountain's launch date on Xbox One and PlayStation 4 has been moved to June 18th. Uh, Deep Sky Derelicts expands with New Prospects, a brand new DLC coming May 30th, 2019. And Slender the Arrival will launch June 20th on the Nintendo Switch. Deals of the day for you. PlayStation has announced PlayStation Plus for June. It is Sonic, Mania, and Borderlands, the handsome collection. Gary, this has been a dynamite show. You understand yeah, that? You understand you just fucking crushed it, man? Yeah, good news. It's new glasses, I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, time to squad up. This is where one of you writes in, gives us your name, username, platform of choice, why you need help in video games. I already hear the best friends come and find you, and everybody plays games together. Today, Matt needs help in real life. Uh, his at his twins, his inter- Instagram and Twitter name is Penzamin Franklin. P E N Z A M I N F R A N K L N. Hey, KFGD crew. I'm in Madrid supporting Tottenham in the Champions League final. Coys. That sounds like come on, you Spurs. My apologies. C-O-Y-S. Gary should be here too. What the fuck? You know, I have a t- tragic story about this. Really? You know, I could have been there. No. Sony offered me a ticket to the final in Madrid yeah? in their corporate hospitality What box. the hell's your problem? Why My are you here? fucking passport expired and I can't get it renewed in time. <laughs> you idiot. idiot. Anyway, I'm wondering if any KFBFs are here in Madrid and would like to hang out. I'm down for anything and want to explore the city. Hit me up on Twitter. Penzamin Franklin. No I in Franklin or anything like that. So if you're there and you want to hang out, hang out. Time for you're wrong. Uh, Nanobiologist says Death Stranding is going against Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which comes out one week after the launch of Death Stranding. I think it'll be fine. There's room for both. Exactly. Uh, Nanobiologist also said Valhalla Rising is no longer available on Netflix as of May 2017. What a shame. Uh, In terms of things EA also has this year, uh, Nanobiologist says EA has Sea of Solitude releasing in July as part of its EA Originals program. That's true. We just saw that or announced that yesterday. That's cool. A new need need for speed game was announced to be coming out this year as well. This is Lord of Pwn. That's a dead franchise. People like racing. What's the last they? good one? I don't fucking know who likes yeah, racing. Exactly. I don't, I don't play these games. I'm not. You know, come on now. Um, Point Block says super hot is 50 off on Steam, and AJ says we missed a date. Beat Saber Song Pack Two is coming out June 10th. Oh. All right, I like Beat Saber. I love Beat Saber. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been kind of funny games daily. If you enjoyed it, 
please consider going to patreon.com slash kind of funny games there you can be part of the show with your questions comments concerns everything else in the video game sun uh, you can watch it live twitch.tv slash kind of funny games you can watch it later youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com podcast services around the globe uh, tomorrow it's going to be me and Tim Friday it's me and Andrea she'll be back from the UK apparently oi governor until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you